1: The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Saturday Manager. I'm Nick Pusick, your host and manager of Bright and Ropes Reserves. Coming up this week, we have an in-depth interview with Gary Pickett and Ollie Pickett, chairman and first team manager of Falconwood FC, We'll have a look over and Rope's week that's just passed, run over all the classified results from Division 1 West for the 11th of February, take a look over the league tables, see how the current standings are, and a look ahead at the upcoming fixtures. So this week's fixture, we faced Equinoctial FC. Uh, they're a very good team. We played them earlier on in the season and we had a 4-1 defeat to them. So we knew that they're a quality side. They do pass the ball very well. They're a very good possession side. Um, More importantly, looking back at their recent results since the start of the year in January, um, they've gone undefeated. So starting back, we looked at their record. They've beaten some good teams. Um, Belvedere 3-1. They beat uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead 3-1. A good Crayford arrow side, 5-0. Then they beat Belvedere again. And last week, we saw the result um, against Crockenhill, which was a 10-0 win. So they've been in form. They've not lost in the last five games. So we knew we were up for a very tough challenge indeed. So coming into training on the Wednesday, um, again, the first team had a midweek match, which meant we were fortunate enough to have the whole of the pitch, including the uh, goal end, so we could work on shape and set pieces. Uh, Our head coach, Stuart Biggs, put together an excellent session. We had a conversation in the days before about how we wanted to set up for this match and the kind of things that we wanted to get into the players before Saturday. Um, We did decide that we would change our shape slightly for this particular game. Um, We found when we played them before, they kind of play like a hybrid formation in and out of possession. So it's quite a difficult one to put your finger on. Sometimes it looks like a 3-5-2 where they had the midfield extra person. Sometimes it looks like a 3-4-3. So I think they kind of rotate a bit with that. Their players are very good and they're very well drilled. So they do interchange in and out of positions very well. And um, We found in the last game that they are very good down the wings. They have very good wingers. They get support to them. And that's where they can kind of hurt you. They don't tend to have much um, size in the squad, but they're very technical, very skillful. Um, so they can play around you very quickly. So, for those reasons, we decided to change our shape for the game. We went with a three at the back and played with wing backs with a three in the middle and two up top. So the hope for that was that with the extra player up top than we usually use, we could kind of put a little bit of a higher press on some of their defenders because they like to play it out through the thirds. But also we wanted to have an extra bit of attacking impetus ourselves, not go into it overly negative, but we thought that the extra centre back would suit us um, in this type of game. So Stuart set up a really good session. Um we worked on patterns of play. We, had the guys popping the ball around to get into the attacking third and make opportunities. Um, won't go into details on that, obviously, but it went really well. We worked on set pieces because we had a few errors in the back line before on set pieces, corners, as we mentioned on the Welling Park game. So we did a bit of work on that to try and tighten that side of things up a little bit as well. Um, the session did go really well. All the lads had an idea of their uh, responsibilities on the day, what we were trying to do in possession and out of possession. We had two slightly different shapes for that to kind of counteract um, their threats that we thought they would have. And everyone went away very happy. We were all prepared for Saturday. We knew it was going to be a tough game, but we were confident from our performance the week before. And the way that we've been building up, and we knew that if we turn up and and gave our um, best, then we would have a chance of getting a, a result out of the game. So that's a good thing for the lads now. They've they've got that changing mentality where, even with a team that's in form, that's not lost for a long time, that's on a run. You know, we do have that belief now that if we turn up and do deliver what we need to do, that we will be capable of getting a result out of the game, which maybe we didn't have in the first five or six games in the season. But as we've built the squad, we've kind of built the player base, we've built the knowledge, but we also we've built that kind of team spirit and that resilience, which is what you need when you're playing at this level. So rolling on to match day, uh, it's a home venue for us. Both clubs play at the same ground, so actually there's not much of a home advantage, but technically we were the home team on this fixture. So it was played on the 3G at Meridian Sports. It was a 2.45 kickoff. All the players arrived for one30 we went through, as we always do, similar similar pattern, really. Get the lads in, have a little chat, get them relaxed, play some music. The guys go out, do a really good uh, high warm-up. We get the intensity really high at the end of that. So they're really ready for the match. Um, they come off. We have a tactical chat. Again, Not didn't go into too much, but we we just really wanted to get through the individual responsibilities and is to get over, really, the need to start really sharply and be really bright and intense. We really drilled home that first 15, 20-minute section of the game. We absolutely had to keep it clean. We couldn't concede early because they are a good side and we don't need to be on the back foot and put the pressure on us like we've done in other games. Um, the lads took it all on board. They were really up for it. We went out, kicked off um, on time and... Um, it was a very bright start by Equinocle. They did manage to get a couple of chances off in the first five or six minutes, but nothing um, overly dangerous. We managed to keep them out of the box for most of it. Um, Possession-wise, they, as we expected, seemed like they had most of the ball, but actually, um, I think we did have a bit more of it than we thought at the time, looking back at the footage. But we, we built into the game. So 15 minutes gone, it's still nil nil, which is really pleasing um, 20 minutes, it, it, it's still nil-nil. Now we're starting to get into our shape a little bit. The players are understanding um, that if we can keep the ball a little bit better, we've got more opportunity. So the defenders held the ball but held the ball well. Um, we were making two or three passes, switching it across the back line, getting our heads up and then feeding it into midfield really well. So from that position then, we've kind of got the um, front foot to look up and then play the ball into the forward areas and try and create some problems of our own. Um, Half hour goes. um, We make a little switch pass up the wing. um, As we're making the run through, um, Toby on the right wing there, their linesman's flagged for offside. Um, He's carried on playing. As we always say to the lads, play to the whistle, which is great. So he he knew not to stop. Um, Pulled in a lovely pass into the middle of the box. Pat Ward met the ball perfectly time run and struck it past the keeper. Uh, linesman kept the flag up, but the ref, to his credit, was very good on the day, I must say. And he was perfectly placed in the middle of the pitch, so much so that the linesman was actually probably flagging correctly for the winger being behind the fullback. So he's probably just looking at that first five yards in front of him. But what he's not looked at is their centre-back sitting deep, almost like a sweeper. So he's two, three yards behind um, our, our forward when he's received the ball so he's actually well on side. the ball goes through, the the goal's good. So we're all very relieved of that. And it's very good to have a good referee. As I've touched on before, you know, the linesmen are either a coach or a sub for the opposition team, so they're not a neutral official. So, you know, you can get the odd error mistake, sometimes unintentionally just where they're not qualified linesmen. So it's very good that the referee's in a position to be able to overrule that and, and give the goal, because it was a massive goal for us. So rolling on to half-time, we come in 1-0. We talk to the lads. We're, we're happy, generally, with the performance. You know, we've kept it clean. It's solid. Um, we've got the goal. We was a bit concerned because they were causing us a bit of threat down the wing. So what we wanted to do was just change the shape ever so lightly, um, ever so slightly, so that we could kind of try and nullify their threat from the wings um, in the second half a little bit better. So we, we tweaked the shape there so that we could counteract that threat but also not to completely nullify our, our, our dangers going forward. Um, one of our centre-backs had a knock at half-time, which was a shame because he was one of our more experienced players and he was having a really good game up to that point. Um, he said he'd need to have a look at it. We got him on. Um, within two or three minutes, it was clear he couldn't continue. So we had to bring on uh, take him off and bring on another defender, when we did that, we used that as an opportunity to kind of change our shape again and put more of an emphasis on the holding um, midfield player in the middle rather than having a third centre-back um and hoped that that would do the job. Um Equinocle did have a lot of the ball. They really did create chances. I mean, mostly, thankfully, off target. I've got to say, our keeper on the day was absolutely immense. I mean, he made two or three... Really big saves, full stretch, you know, pushing them around the post, over the bar. Um, I think there was a highlights reel on Twitter, which you can see on um, Riding Ropes Reserves' uh, Twitter account if you're interested in looking at it. But handling was great. Talked through, you know. He'd just come into the team due to an injury to our other keeper. So, baby-wise, couldn't, couldn't have gone better. Um, we We were hanging in there. They were, you know, pushing for the equaliser we um, we got all the way up to about the 85th minute and um, they have pinged the ball down down the right side. Unfortunately, one of our players has just come on the pitch. He's kind of napping a bit and his man's made a run behind him to receive the ball into the box. So the players made good movement. He's got into the box unopposed, pulled it back um, to uh, the edge of the box or maybe just inside their strikers run onto it and hit a really good strike. But where we were so defensively um, strong that game, you know, we had players everywhere. One of our defenders has made a great big lunge at full length and just got a toe on it. And that toe, unfortunately, I think is what's given them the goal. The ball's deflected maybe a few inches and it's just beat the keeper's reach into the goal. And I mean, just beat the keeper by maybe two or three inches. So without that deflection, I'm sure the keeper would have got to it. But take nothing away from Equinopiel, you know, they definitely deserved that, um, that that goal at least because they had really created a lot of good opportunities. But from our point of view, you know, we're not interested in what they deserve. We we're just looking at it, it was one nil, and we want to get that you know that clean sheet and, and walk away with all the points. Um, the ref played about eight or nine minutes of injury time, which is obviously nerving for a uh, for a manager when you're uh, one 0 and you know you just want to uh, the ref to blow the whistle in the end. To be honest, um, but the game finished. It was one all. It was a very good point for us, you know, considering how free scoring they've been, um, particularly the week before scoring 10 and playing against, you know, beating some of the better teams in the division as well, um, to come away with a point after losing 4-1 to them months ago in the rebuild, I think is another validation that, you know, of where we've come to and that our baseline performances now are much higher than they were and we need to keep that improvement going as we go forward. So that was the week for us. Uh, a good point in the end, a hard-earned point. I think there was a lot of tired legs from the heads at the end of it. But you know what? There's not a better feeling than that when you have put in an effort, put in a shift, and you get a reward. So I think everybody was um, you know, relatively pleased um, with the result when we walked away. So coming up now, we've got the interview with Falconwood. We're going to be speaking with their chairman, Gary Pickett, and their first team manager, Olly Pickett. We're joined this week by Falconwood Chairman Gary Pickett and First Team Manager Ollie Pickett. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
1: Hey Mike. Yeah, really good. Um, we didn't have a game this week. but uh, we've, uh, we've... It's been nice, isn't it, yeah. weekend It's off. nice to have a quiet weekend it is, for once. It is. Yeah. It is. And
0: it's nice to do this in person. All the other interviews so far have all yeah. been on Zoom. Zoom. And yeah. we're sitting here around a table with a pint, may I say, yeah. relaxed, talking about football. What could be better? yeah zoom i still think of zoom as lockdown still absolutely to me zoom is lockdown. it really is yeah, yeah. it really is some good things come out of it but not many let's be no, honest yeah no so starting off then let's have a quick chat just how you guys got into football See, we've got a, a history that goes back many many years we have. but um how did you start your how did you start out in grassroots football start with gary if that's okay yeah well i think it's i think it's linked with thomas and oliver were playing for teviot thomas was Thirteen, Oliver was fourteen. Mm-hmm. And um Your two sons. Yeah, so I was gonna say they won't know that the chairman Gary is <laughs> yeah. is father of Ollie, who's the manager. So oh, sure, there's yeah. a parental relationship there. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've got three other sons. Uh, one's very good at football, the other two aren't particularly interested in football. But anyway, so that's five of them. But going back to Oliver and Thomas who were both at Tevy, Benji wasn't at Tevi at the time. But anyway, I went to watch Thomas play, he was about thirteen at the time. Mm-hmm. And the manager had fallen out with someone hadn't turned up And it was raining okay. there 10 men and uh i said i can help out and within i don't know within a week of that i had i was on the i was on the teviot uh, roll call i was doing the first yeah. badge everything right yeah slightly you no know, slightly against my better judgment really mm. i mean i liked football but I, I knew i wasn't a manager and i very quickly got oliver to take training mm-hmm. mm and then on game days, I think he realized that probably the sooner he could get involved, the better. Really. <laughs> uh, you did, didn't you, really, after about...
1: Yeah, after about three or four weeks of just doing the warm-ups, it was more of a case of uh, then we can do it as a two-man Yeah. Two man show.
0: Yeah, brilliant, because you're a couple of years older than um, your other brother, so yeah, he would be yeah. playing at younger age groups. So you would <clears> come <throat> in as big brother... Kind of all looking up to you, helping yeah. them out, doing the drills, all the tactical stuff. Yep. While Gary's there, carrying the bag of cones. Yeah. And the-
1: <laughs> I'd like to say
0: I'd like to say you're wrong, and I was getting involved tactically and from a man management perspective, but I really was putting the nets up. Yeah. And uh, while team he was sheets, team, all that stuff. Yeah. Right. And really, I didn't mind that because really. right. I, I was I was providing the service
1: yeah absolutely yeah. and that's what it's important mm.
0: that's what people don't realize it is a service you know you don't get paid for your time yeah and people always have a grumble about you know tactics especially at junior football you can stand on the yeah. touchline and like every parent knows better than you do Yeah. but when it comes to putting your hands up and putting in the time that's needed on a, on a wet wednesday night to yeah. train the group and get everything sorted and all the work that goes with it it's hours of work and if you're yeah. people like yourself gary then you know it wouldn't mm. happen so i think that's a big yeah, a big. You know, yeah. You have bit. to give yourself a bit of the pat on the back. A bit credit. There's yeah. times when you're running the line, mm. and you're man managing, oh and the parents are yeah. saying, "Why isn't Charlie playing?" Yeah, and why? Actually, worse than that, why isn't Charlie playing centre mid? Yeah, you yeah. know, absolutely. Yeah. So that's how we got into it. So you started off in junior football, basically, as most people fall into it yeah. by watching your children that's right. play. That's right. Somebody drops out, and yeah. you into it. Yeah. But a bit that I'm really interested about is obviously starting a new club up. So. How did that all begin? So how, how many years ago were we talking? When, what was the premise? Why did Falconwood happen? What was the beginning yeah. of the story? It was 2018, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, so it was... Spring. In 2018, spring. as the current season was coming to a close, uh, my brother Thomas had a few mates mm-hmm. who were either leaving a team or didn't play for a team or didn't do anything on Sundays uh, and wanted to play football. And he said, yeah, if we stay at Teviot, we can make a new Teviot team. Mm-hmm. So him and uh, Callum Costello, who was our first captain, mm-hmm. he, um, they both had the idea to stay at Teviot and make a Teviot team, Teviot black or Teviot red, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and play in the senior league. So league this would have been a, a men's Saturday side, you was um, looking at or Sunday? No, at I think we
1: always wanted to start in Sunday football. Mm-hmm. And the, the route in was Selkirk under-21s, yeah. uh, which is what we thought would be a good middleman between... Yeah. Yeah, uh, youth Selkent and adult football. Right, because they're all seventeen still, so they yeah. weren't even adults yet. Very young. Yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: lots of people said, "You know, it, I didn't talk to that many people, but everyone I yeah. spoke to said said, 'Give Selkent a year.' Yeah, we did. Yeah. See how you yeah. get on." So, yeah. so the, the idea was, then so you had a couple of um, players that you've played with and you know, yeah. and they're thinking, "Let's create a new side. Let's yeah. let's let's go with an, an established team and go that route." Yep. But obviously, that's not what's happened no. here. So what what,
1: what Yeah, because I even had, so we had the group from uh, my brother's side, Mm. and I even had some players that were in my old Teviot team that that folded because people moved away or went to uni or stuff like that, um, that still lived in the area and wanted to carry on playing football, and we've still got some of them now. Um, So we had a good core of about 15, 16 players Mm -hmm. that we knew were reliable. Um, And then we thought it would be quite a cool idea, instead of going and joining in, and making a new Teviat team, we like the idea of making our own club. Yeah. Um, and this is in a
0: car on the way to get a pizza. Yeah. This isn't yeah. like weeks of straight this strategic is just, thinking. This is just <laughs> watching
1: Soccer Sunday Yeah. just in front of the TV.
0: And also, there was this uh, Gary Neville and his mates oh, yeah. had invested in Salford. That's all right. And we were mm-hmm. watching those videos. Yeah, they'd done a documentary. They did a documentary, yeah. yeah. I was watching one on the uh-huh. iCloud or something. I was thinking, that's interesting. set Because they almost set it up for themselves. They always had to restart it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was lingering in the background as well.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, so we thought it'd be quite a cool idea. And okay. So then that conversation quickly went on to what should we be called? Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine there was yeah, so many some,
0: options, some wide choices <laughs> coming up. I remember Belgrove Rovers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, maybe something to do with Welling, but there's so many Welling teams. Yeah,
0: that's around. true. There's a lot of Welling around a, a what a nice town. Everyone knows where it yeah. is. And, and, of course, there was nothing, there's un- nothing. There's no team called for No, underrepresented t- in the football. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you put Falcon and full time, yeah. there's nothing there. No, no, too right.
1: Yeah. So then, yeah, we could go for that. Yeah. Uh The only yeah. negative was that there's only one pitch in Falconwood. Right. Which is a school Astro pitch. Right. Uh, I know the one. Yeah, it's quite, quite expensive, expensive.
0: normally. I'm not going to yeah, yeah. things and yeah, yeah. we know Astro pitches aren't the cheapest no. to play no, on. When and you're, I think it's are starting up, Yeah, it's in the higher echelons of pricing.
1: So we may never actually play in Falconwood, but uh, mm. the name will be there. The name say. will always live on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so you, you, you've, got a, you've got a core of players together, mainly through friends, which is a great way because then yep. you've got that kind of cohesion and that gel and, you know, you know it's probably played with each other. So from a playing yeah. point of view, you've got that positive before you start. You're not just bringing in a herd of yeah. 20 new players and trying to get them scratch. together. <clears throat> no. And you went into West you are you saying, for, or, or Selkent, beg your pardon, so, young team, average age is probably, what, under 20? I know, the average age was uh, 17 and Literally, half. 17 yeah. and a half. That'd yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, the but... a 19-year-old, a handful of 18-year-olds, same as Oliver. Yeah. And the rest were 17, and there was a 16-year-old. So, yeah. So you've got into senior football on a Sunday, and Selkent. So, how did that, first of all, go? How was that? What season was that?
1: Yeah, so that was... 18, 19. Yeah, 2018, 19. Yeah. There was two under-21... 21 divisions mm-hmm. in selken and because we were was a new team they put us in the second one mm-hmm. um which went well finished top of the league um and we won uh the league cup as well oh wow so first season
0: oh, really successful managed to yeah. get some silverware for a team that young as well because you can have you know obviously they're really good players they must be technically really good mm. to do, to, do yeah. to be that successful yeah. but even that you know when you're 17 you can get old man can't you you get these Cam. 30-year-olds that just kick lumps out of you, all the dark arts, And yeah. it's very hard for young players to cope with that sometimes, especially when they used to play in junior football. So yeah. did you find there was any, any of that or was it all pretty that much more, nice? Yeah, that, we got the all that at Westwood, didn't we?
1: Right. Yeah. And there was a few games where... Are we still in Selkhead now? Yeah. Yeah. Where they, um, which was good for them but for various reasons. It might have be been the scoreline or... The players not liking something that the other team have done. Mm. There was a few scuffles, right, in games that yeah. uh, would even carry on to the away away tie and stuff like that. All <laughs> oh,
0: right, bit of hangover. Yeah, yeah. Um, we won't mention a couple names. No, no, no. we, we won't, won't. We won't keep that at any players or anything like that. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't
1: want to. Yeah, we don't want to end up in. Uh, but it ensued <laughs> anyway, anyway. But so, in, a, in a good way, it was good because then when we went into Westford and then now into Saturday football. Yeah. Because we've got most of the core group the same, yeah. They've all learned from those experiences, absolutely. Um, and then when something like that happens yeah. now, yeah, they all think back yeah. to those uh, previous. That's events. right. It triggers those events when they're, like, oh, they're throwing no, no, games no. away. Don't you remember X? Yeah, you can't do you've that. You build
0: up that experience. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So you've done twenty. So 2018, 19. The so group okay. start. You've established a team. Falcon was firmly there on the Sunday scene. Yep. You've uh, runs up. In the division, did you say? I won the division. Oh, you won the Becky Palmer, yeah. won, the double, won the double. So, yeah. very successful season. So, after that, you're probably thinking to yourselves, well, first season, doing the title, winning a cup, <clears throat> we need to test ourselves a bit at a higher standard now.
1: Yeah. So,
0: from there, was you looking at where you could move to next? Yeah. So, the question then was, do you go to Bromley or even try to go into Kent with this young team? Yeah. Or do you give that, or do you go into Sunday football? And they were already playing Sunday football. And a lot of parents were watching. In fact, a lot of parents were still bringing them to the games and stuff. Right. And we had to make that choice, didn't we? And I, and I think we were right. What we thought yeah. we'd get in Sunday football or what we thought we'd get from Bromley and Kent, we know mm-hmm. we were right in what we would have got because we, mm-hmm. we we're doing them now Right. Bromley and Kent now. Yeah. Well, so, we went to Westford, didn't we? So, you, So you moved to Westford for the next season. So we're up to 2019, 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've joined Westford. Um, pre-season, building up to that. You've kept most of your squad together.
1: Yeah, we did... um We had a... We had two trial sessions uh, at Willing School, which was great. So we had like, loads of players turn out, um, and then we managed to add
0: in the real heat, it's so hot, yeah,
1: sweating. Uh, I would say we added about fifteen new players. Wow! Um, because we knew that where players had started working on weekends and stuff like that, yeah, it was going to be a, more of a rotation in our squad.
0: Yeah, 50 party next time right?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we added some new heads, got a, got a bigger group, and went straight into Wester Division two, two. Oh, brilliant! Which is the fourth division out of I think seven, seven at the time. Right. Yeah,
0: and I think you're right because yeah. often people think we've got we can only pick sixteen on a match day, but how many do you actually need? And, and for yeah. me, when I'm picking, a, looking to get a group together, I want almost two players for every position. Yeah. So not quite, but if you've got twenty-eight to thirty players, you know that. By the end of the by by the wintery times when players are getting injured and when there's illness going around and whatnot, yeah. you're you're gonna do well to get fifteen or sixteen out on a Sunday or a Saturday, even when you've got yeah. thirty players technically that you can pick from. So it's definitely the right way to go. Yeah. You've then got that problem of which is why I would be a bad manager. You've <laughs> then got the problem of having too many players on certain days and you have to yeah. let people down. So yeah. I I can't do that to
1: players. It's hard. Do, it's I, a hard I, bit. I've never yeah. been able to do that to yeah. Whereas he's quite good at that. There's nothing yeah. nice to do. but uh, no. No. You yeah. can
0: good. normally find a reason. You know, Somebody's not trained for a while or they've not contacted you to say they're not going to be able to make a meet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you just keep a little little diary of things, don't you? And then yeah. when they come back and say, why aren't I playing gaffer? Yeah. You can say, well, do you remember last Wednesday <laughs> you was meant to be there and then you didn't come and you didn't tell me. Yeah. So therefore, that's your reason for that week. But it's, it's yeah. true. You've got to be as fair as you can, haven't you, and try and uh, rotate. Yeah, you can as well. And I would say, on
1: average, I when we pick the uh, when me and Mike, uh, my sister picked the, the the squads, even now on a Saturday, we get on average probably about ten players each week that can't actually play for yeah. yeah. various commitments. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah the, the 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 big group that we got in the second season, yeah. I think was vital. Yeah, uh, definitely. Because that was a lot more games as well than the second season. Right, I've okay. we'll, we'll, we'll cup games. So when
0: you got into Western, then you've gone into division two. Two, yeah. So you've gone through pre-season, you've bolstered your squad up, you've mm. got a good number there, so you've got a good core of players that you can call on yep. as you need to. So has how did you find the first say six half dozen games when you go in? Was it very similar or was it did you find it a bit more difficult than the uh, season before?
1: I think we started very well, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. yeah. We started very well. Um Definitely in the top three. Mm. Um, and I think the players, because we started that season with a lot of home games, the players training on an Astro and also playing at that Harris Academy Astro. Um, I think it suited our game and, and the way that the players were trying to play. So We started off really well. And then when we came to a, a big run of away games mm-hmm. on bigger park grass pitches. Yeah,
0: got to winter, muddy this, park pitches. Yeah,
1: we started to struggle a lit, uh, little bit. Um, but again, like the, like what I said before, it was all a big learning curve. Yeah. Um, and now I think they've adapted very well.
0: So you've got in. So you, your first six games, you kind of, you're going, going on quite nicely. You, you, are sitting up in the promotion race. Um, yeah. You mentioned bringing other, other players in. Have they upped your average age or are you still very young or, or have you managed to bring in some experience to mix in with the, uh, young talent that you got?
1: I would say we added everyone that everyone that came in. I don't think anyone would have been over two years no. than the current group. Right. Okay. So very similar in age. Still. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they all got on very well as a group, mm-hmm. uh, which is very important.
0: Yeah, it's good to have uh, that uh, that kind of um, camaraderie in, in the yeah. dressing room and yeah. out of the dressing room. You know, often the best teams are the ones that. Yeah. Hang about afterwards and socialize and do all that together because they've got that kind yeah. of uh, friend friendliness which goes onto the pitch. You know, you work a bit harder for yeah. someone that you like you you than someone you don't like. And we've even had
1: players before that haven't got on at all with the group. Right. But on quality wise, they're better players. Yeah. yeah but they're yeah. the ones at the end of the day that we've uh, left out or asked to leave or yeah. phased them out or whatever. Yeah. Um, in, Favour of the ones that maybe, and they say themselves, maybe aren't as good quality wise, but get on well with the group mm-hmm. uh, a bit more inclusive. Yeah. And yeah, as you said, stay, stay behind after or.
0: Yeah, it's what it's all about, isn't it? It's grassroots football. It's yeah. Have a good game and then have a good jolly afterwards as well, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. moving up then, so you've, you've kind of gone through your first six games, you, you, your team's doing well. So how did the rest of that season finish off for you?
1: So we finished uh, We finished that season winning the League Cup um, and we... In Divisional the... Cup.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So everyone in that Division too. Yeah. Um, so about 10 teams, I
0: think. Yeah. That's always a funny one for me because I know yeah. it's like given day, but almost yeah. like when you're playing a, a cup within teams that are just in your division, yeah. it feels a bit like a league. So it's kind of like if you're good enough to win that cup and basically beat everybody in your yeah. division... You should by right be yeah and also a cup final is a cup final it doesn't matter whether that's but, a original it, cup or whatever. exactly right and that's it only okay. takes it only takes one week for someone to have a load of blowouts or someone not come up and yeah. the cup's gone isn't it so you that shows good consistency yeah but we had COVID, didn't we during this yes during this COVID hit. So we had
1: about three or four games left um and then the season got stopped for COVID.
0: so it got stopped early Yep.
1: yeah it got stopped early but they, they because the final of that league, the Divisional Cup was decided, The mm-hmm. uh, two teams, us in... Uh, Forza. Forza Greenwich.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I came down. Was that over at V uh, C D? That was the second one. That's oh. the year after. Oh, okay. Thank you pardon. yeah. <laughs> giving it away. But yeah, because
1: both of the teams were confirmed, they yeah. decided to either do it early, I can't remember, or yeah. wait a few months. Yeah. When we came back and then we did it then. Yeah. Um, so the big cup final, how, hmm. how did that go for you guys then?
0: Was it on it? No, was that? That's, uh, tie, tie, tie double yeah, yeah yeah. Good game.
1: Good
0: yeah, 2 0. Um So two seasons in a row then, you've 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 got silverware. Yep. Um how did you finish off in the league?
1: I think we finished second. Wow on on uh, what was it, points per game. Right.
0: Uh, we worked it out to be second. Whether yeah. the league well, yeah, I don't know. Well, look, who cares? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. if the league stopped, you can work at you, you yeah, 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 the match and, and yeah. go from there, finish the table off. So really successful season then. Two seasons in a row, title cup, runners-up mm. cup when you've stepped up a level. Yep. So what was your plans then? You've kind of got to the end of that season. I know COVID's going on. It is. But from a football point of view, after COVID, where things started to pick up again, yeah. what was your, what, what were your thoughts? Was it to go up again or...? we? With COVID, we could not go across the Saturdays, right.
1: so that
0: option was cut off. There was no applications being accepted. There were, you know, you know, there wasn't any anything other to do than to stay Sundays Well, say. they're saying that though, we we weren't necessarily going to do that anyway because we were happy no. playing at Westfield.
1: Yeah, and because at that stage the average age of the players was probably eighteen, going on to nineteen. Yeah, so we thought it may be one year too early to go into Saturday football.
0: Yeah. Uh, if thought you'd have one more year, yeah, at yeah.
1: Sunday and really get the team, yeah. So we, we stayed on Sundays and we went yeah. up two, two divisions, okay. So, um, how
0: does that work? you division two, so
1: yeah, so they do so in, in the West for Sunday league, they start off with a Prem, right? Then a senior, right? And then a one, two, three got you. to seven, got you. So, so, you've
0: gone up to senior, yeah,
1: yeah. So, we basically started in the fourth division, yeah. which is division two, yeah, and then the next season went up to the senior. For the second division
0: because yeah. teams fold, yeah. New yeah. teams arrive, you've got yeah. new teams, and so they want to put. In I'm sure divisions. they're looking at you guys and thinking, well, based on track record, yeah, you yeah know, maybe, yeah, yeah. Who, 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 who could cope with going up yeah. to that? And that's a compliment to the work you've done, you know, yeah, yeah. with the team yep. and yep. all the work that you've done getting those results from the prior seasons, yeah. So, pre season, <clears throat> so what season are we up to now? I'm guessing it must be 20
1: 2021, yeah, 2020, 2021, yeah. And this, interestingly, was the first season we started to push on social media Uh things like trials and stuff yeah um and i think the 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 one training session the trial training session we did this year uh was the biggest one Mm -hmm. so we got a lot of players down uh did a like a showcase game whatever Mm -hmm. they would call it Mm -hmm. um but because of the push on social media i gave the account to one of our players Mm -hmm. who was a bit more Savvy and a yeah, bit more time on his hands. Social
0: media <laughs> guru. Yeah, every uh, club needs one. Yeah,
1: do. So, so he um, he managed to do pretty well on that um, and got a lot of interest. So we had, ended up getting a lot of players who, if we didn't do that, yeah, wouldn't know who we were. Absolutely, and we wouldn't know who they were. Yeah. And we ended up signing quite a few of them. Yeah, um, and that made the squad a lot stronger mm-hmm. for us to then compete in the senior. Yeah, um,
0: and I think you players. I know they look around. They're like, "Well, oh, I might." This t- this team's looking for players, and they'll look. Mm. They'll go. How'd they mm. do last year, How'd they, you know. And it's if you're not doing the job, you don't attract those players. You know, yeah. they're looking at it and they're thinking, "There's a good, um, there's a, there's a good atmosphere here. There's something well Cup being. It's a well managed club. Yeah, they've had success every season. They've gone up two leagues. Yeah, I, I, that's something I can get involved in. But we what we weren't attracting was any older players, any experience. We we're only attracting mm. young players who. Yeah. Well with the foot on the, yeah. All on the floor. Got you.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm right, I know. Yeah, yeah. And there was always, uh I think we probably knew this even in Selkin. We mm. needed some uh older heads, yeah, who would, in the tough games, yeah. be happy be to take someone out or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, or yeah, be yeah. the one to actually say, oh, it's fine, just play yeah. for the next five minutes, absolutely. easy balls, right. absolutely. Um. And we only really got that when we first went to Saturdays. Okay. Um, yeah, because we didn't get that in Westford. So, so, no. so at the
0: time in, in Westford then, you've gone up to the seniors. You're still yep. a very young team still, so you've not managed to bring any old heads in at that point, but you've no, brought in a, a bigger pool of players and players that you need to play at a higher standard. Yeah. So pre-season's gone really well. You've you've done a trial match and you've got players through that that you like the look of. Yep. Then you, I guess the next thing is you, you do your pre-seasons and you look at them a bit more, and then yeah. you're happy by the by August. You've got to kind of like bottom out who you want to have in your squad or not, haven't yeah. you? So,
1: and because of that push online and word of mouth, because of the amount of players we had, uh, that was the first season we started with a reserves team. Um, because... so you
0: started a second team then that season yeah. as well. That season, yeah, Fantastic. yeah, yeah. So they stay? Did they carry on from where the first team moved from? Were they straight yeah. to second division? They, they were Division Two, weren't they?
1: Great, uh, yeah, or slightly under, okay. yeah, but um, but yeah, two Westford teams, you forget, absolutely. Um, and yeah, because of that, because of the players uh, that were coming in, mm-hmm. we didn't want to um, get rid of anyone mm-hmm. because we like them as people, they get on well with the group, and they're, they're still very good players, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the first season with two teams, perfect. i awesome. uh, the
0: club's grown doubled in size on yeah, that, wow. in, in that year. So the senior team, uh, or the, the first team rather, are playing in senior league. Um, so let's talk into that season. Because obviously, I'm, I am imagine the standard's getting a bit higher now. You, I know from, yeah. from a Sunday, everyone sort of thinks, oh, Sunday football, Saturday football's got to be better. But actually, it's a bit like with the old bands. You get these super bands. And on mm-hmm. a Sunday, you yeah. can get like these super teams where all these mates, they play <laughs> yeah. the really good teams on Saturdays in their own right they don't play together. So they might be playing step six, right. they might be playing step five, or top Kent league tights, But then on a Sunday, they just want to play with their mates. So you can end up with a team that's kind of like a composite of maybe five or six yeah. really top Saturday sides. So they're, in theory, could even be stronger than a lot of the teams you, you might face on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a big step up in standard. So going into your first few games there, how, how, how did you find that?
1: Yeah, it was definitely a lot harder. Um, but because of the uh, the players we had, they were getting better with each other mm-hmm. after two two and a bit years now playing with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we started very well, and that season, which I think again was stopped by COVID, yeah, it uh, was that
0: second one. The first one was like late, yeah, the one was around yeah, Christmas time, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Um, but overall, I think we finished third or fourth.
0: Oh, wow cool. so you've gone up you jumped
1: up out of about 11 or 12. yeah um
0: and a good standard of you'd call it a successful season a very successful season. yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and again we won a league cup again another yeah, cup division cup
0: so it's every season so far so
1: that wasn't the year after i think that was from the uh the, the, yeah, the one that carried over. Yeah, yep. carried over in again. COVID.
0: It's still a cup in that still season. Still a cup in that we'll year. We'll take it. So the players will count it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. too right as well. Westford so, right well. <laughs> analysts will probably be picking holes in this, <laughs> well, we're holes in yeah. this and saying, "Pick it, you've got." Yeah, don't you worry about that. But roughly, the roughly what we're saying is um, is true. It's true. Absolutely fine. So you've done that. You've you've gone up. You've had a good season in <clears> in for Very very good season. Successful yeah. every year really and. What was your thoughts then coming out of that season? You're thinking this is coming up kind of to about, not this season, but last season now yeah. we're talking, aren't we? So where, where was your thoughts with the team? What direction were you thinking of going? Because we had, we had, there was a lot of time to sit down and think during lockdown. And I think we kind of discussed this to the nth degree. We discussed it with some of the players. Mm. And definitely it was our wish to go Saturdays. So I think we thought, well, let's have a Saturday team and a Sunday team.
1: Right. Yeah, we did that first year, didn't we?
0: Yeah. We've still got Sunday team now, haven't we?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But the reserves team aren't a Sunday team. The reserves team are a Saturday, yeah. team. A Saturday so, team now. Yeah. I'm confusing you now. So, no, no, it's fine. So, let's go back in time. So, so Let me first move st- over. So stepping up. So this, yeah. the Westford senior season's finished. Yeah. And you're sitting down and you're thinking, where do we want to play our first team football next season? Yeah. Um, what was what was the thought process? And, and where did you end up? What did you end up deciding on? Yeah. Well, we asked Kent, didn't we? I ran Kent and they said, Yeah, no. Good luck. We don't take Sunday teams. Yeah. Right. Uh, once again, sorry, to Kent, if I've got this slightly, if any of the information is slightly incorrect, but they basically said no, we don't take Sunday teams. We've got a list of applicants. Mm-hmm. Um, try Bromley, mm-hmm. um, and I think we, what we did was we hedged our bets and kind of, kind of applied to both. Right. Yeah. We thought we had a standard of team which would be competitive in Kent. We mm-hmm. we, we watched a couple of Kent games, didn't we?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. From Division Two in Kent, mm-hmm. um, and we thought, yeah. That, that standard there is fine. Um, and then um, finally, we got accepted by both. Really? Uh, oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So you've got a decision to make. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, got accepted by both. Um, so we went for uh, the Kent County Division Three option.
0: Yeah. So as we said, um, touching on conversations we've had before, but mm. with Kent, it doesn't matter how good you are, whoever you are, you will always start in Division Three. And yeah, you, and you work your way through, and, and rightly or wrongly, you know, some people feel that if you've got a super team that could play higher, they should, by right, just go into that division. Yeah, but I, I you know, I think there's something to be said for having a hierarchy and working your way through and earning mm. earning your position in the divisions. Yeah, there's something to be said, it's definitely yeah. something to be said from starting from wrongly. Yeah, um, and I think that what we've done is we've skipped the years we would have. Started off in Bromley or wherever we yep. started by playing Sunday football. Yeah. And they'd got a level of experience yeah. and maturity where we knew they would cope you, with it. You camp. knew you were ready for it. Mm. So you weren't pushing yourselves ahead before, you know, you weren't running before you could walk. You've no. seen the team. Yeah. And if you're if you're competing at a really good level on a Sunday like senior football um and matching it, then I would say, you know, you you've probably made the right decision. Yeah. So last season then you started in Kent County. So, it's, it's a switch from Sundays to Saturdays. Yep. Um, the standard of football's a bit of a mixed bag when you come into county football. You'll yep. probably most people are saying in lots of leagues, not just Kent, but you know, you'll find there's always that gap where the top six or top five are at a certain level yeah. and then the bottom five are a bit below that and you kind of get that gap but going starting at the very beginning. Yeah. Pre-season again. So Saturday football A lot of your players are used to playing Sundays. Are they available? People work, all of that. Did you lose anyone? Did you have to bring more in?
1: So, yeah. So, it was basically overnight we told the players, uh, most of you won't be playing Sundays anymore. Or as a primary team. Yeah. Primary day. Um, And most of them were fine. I just went along with it because they wanted to stay um, and carry on playing with us. Right. Um, There was a few players that had to then... Work out things with their uh people they work with, yeah, however. sort their commitments
0: out, yeah, yeah. and get yeah. back to us. So, they, yeah, yeah. There
1: was a few players that played pre season with us, not knowing whether or not they'll be 100% yeah.
0: available, right?
1: But hoping they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were some new players that we got because we were playing Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a mixed bag, yeah. Um, but I don't think we actually lost anyone that uh was an important member no, of the no, team before. No, great. The season great. Well, that's, that's
0: what you want. You want your core. The skeleton was still there. You need yeah. your core players don't yeah. you? So focusing on the first team for now, mm. so you've come into Kent County, you, you've started the season, how did how did you define the first few games?
1: Yeah, so we... Uh, we were really well
0: prepared. He, he got them really well prepared. There's no doubt about that at all. And they were pumped and ready for those first three games, were they? We got yeah. Really good results. Very
1: organised. Um, but the... So the tough thing about that season was uh, because they were all... 18 coming 21 18 turning 19 as a mm. as, as the lowest so everyone was an adult basically yeah and could go out yeah uh, most of them about 20. they
0: got their driving licenses yeah, and they, <laughs> yeah they found the pump. yeah yeah right.
1: um so that first half of the year we probably used about 40 players yeah um in the first kind of before christmas
0: right that's yeah. quite difficult to manage, that number well, of I think, changes. Yeah, well, yeah. I've always said this to him. The, the, the biggest compliment I can give to him, the biggest thing he ever, the kind of most difficult thing he ever had to do was the fact that we were, I mean, you know, um, I think it was between September and November. Had, the team had seven different, on average, seven different players each week. Right. Players yeah. coming in, players right. coming out. Right, right. And I think managing to be like third or fourth on the table at that point mm. was great. So, so six games in or so, you're you're up there, you're in the top three, yeah, and the team's doing well. Mm. So you've not noticed a marked difference in where you were the season before, really, no, results wise. You're kind of similar position that you were in the senior, yep. at at Um The only reason we're not top is complacency. Right. We're not complacency of players, but the fact that players weren't available every week. So, was, who was your main challenges that season? Who 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 were the teams around you, and how how did that competition look?
1: So, um FC Greenwich uh, were the main challengers, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yeah. we also shared a ground with them, so it added a bit. Oh, right. At STC, so added yeah. a bit of a yeah. uh, a nice rivalry. Bit of a derby there. Yeah. yeah. It yeah.
0: was, definitely,
1: yeah. Battle of STC. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the second team, I would say, were Bexley Reserves. Yeah. Right. Um, which
0: which had a few old teviot players. Yeah, I, I do, I remember mm. because um from Teviot I think um the coach went over and took uh, a lot of the Teviot yeah. Saturday team over there, didn't they? The first team because right. they had quite a good um side in those days. So yeah. you know, that was a bit of a local uh yeah, local, uh, local interest for you guys as well.
1: Yeah, because I old faces. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that added a bit uh a bit of gave a bit of spice, there. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But
0: well, we got to November. Now I remember there's some probably Probably not out of your time. probably outside of your timeline, Mike. But we're sitting in the in our, my car outside my house, it's peeing down with rain. We just lost to Bexley, at home, like five mm. two or something.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And he was sitting there, looking at the table, saying, "We still finished top three, I reckon, mm. you know." But we were so disappointed at the performance that day. Mm. And he said, "What well, I've got, to, I've got to talk to all the players. I've got to try and get more of them available on a regular basis. Yeah, mm. you know, just try and drum up a bit more."
1: yeah and i think at the
0: same time they were seeing this i think yeah. they had realized that yeah. then it only takes one player to miss two games yeah and for everyone to do that yeah, and yeah suddenly yeah. you're Absolutely. you're patching it up every day. yeah and, and and it's it's frustrating from a coaching point of view when you know you've got that quality in your squad but you can't tap into it consistently yeah. enough it it really is you know because you think well you know but for that we could have easily got a result on that day or yeah. things could have looked a bit differently so moving on over to Christmas, into the second half of the season, we're kind of, say, t- yeah. midway through. It's probably, what, 13, 14 teams in a division? Yeah. 24, 12. 28 game season, something like that?
1: Yeah, we were in uh, two cups, I think.
0: County Cup and the League Cup,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shield. Yeah. And, For Division 2 and 3. And after Christmas... Uh, as you said, we got the. We asked the players that we knew we had to rely on a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked them to, or well, whether or not they could commit to a higher level for the second half of the year. Yeah. Um, and stop going out on Saturdays for brunches and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> um, you don't want to ruin their social lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you plan things in advance. Yeah, enough. but if you, it sounds like you've, you've planted the seed and you've built the relationship there that yeah. Saturday mm. football could almost be part of their social life couldn't it you yeah. know it's like well, we're gonna have a run around well, there's a happy end to this, that there.
1: so yeah sorry carry on yeah um and we knew we knew it would be hard for them because if i was in their shoes and only one year older mm. i could i could see that the, there would be a tough mm. uh dilemma cool. um but i think the main word that we used was just asking them to plan mm. in advance yeah. a bit more mm. um because with kent i think you get about 40 days notice if you want to week off yeah um so if they so if this season, for example, there I think there's about twelve of them all going to Cheltenham. Right. So we say oh, okay, perfect. L- let, let me let know, know about three months in advance, yeah, and we'll get no game. Perfect. Um, we're at the start of that season because they didn't really understand that we could request yeah. up to three games. Two or three a season you week, get. A yeah. season, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they that, they they would come to training on a Wednesday. So oh, by the way. The, this ten can't play on Saturday, yeah. So the whole starting eleven would change because uh... you've got the camaraderie,
0: which you say is important. Absolutely, but at the same time, if they're going to socialise, yeah, they're going to socialise together. A lot of them, so yeah. So that's it. That's the uh, the double, good. The double edge of the sword, isn't it? Yeah, is it when they want to go on a holiday or there's a party oh, yeah. or a big birthday. Yeah, you're yeah. going to lose a big group for that. But like you say, you quite rightly good management there. You know, if there's a big event coming up, mm. let me know. We can work around it. So that's really good. So yeah. getting back onto the football side of things then, mm. you've put that in place, has that helped? Have you started to notice a bit more consistency with the availability? Has it yeah. had an impact on your
1: results? Yeah, so you could see uh, even by the, the, the turnouts in training mm. um, and the players available on a Saturday, um, everyone was available more regularly, yeah. um, which meant the consistency in the 11 yeah. and the squad could stay the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see quickly. Partnerships on the pitch develop. Yeah. Um,
0: which comes with that playing time. Doesn't yeah. time on the training
1: pitch. Our, our best three centre-backs um, that we have mm. and had that year as well, I think in the whole season played with each other about three games. Right. <laughs> right. Um, which is a shame. But So individually, they're
0: going to be brilliant. But that, yeah. that actual little bit of like, you know, where's the cover going to come? Do I push? Do I drop? All that. The communication yeah. side of things. You're not going to have that. So you're not going to get the optimal out of them as
1: a unit, are you? Yeah. So I think three games together, max, and then the second half season, they probably played the last eight games together. Yeah. Um, and we went unbeaten.
0: See, unbeaten for the last
1: eight games yeah. of the season. And yeah. Then cut, and then we won
0: the. Yeah. So that where did that leave? Where did that take you to in the league on that season? Where yeah. So did you end up finishing.
1: Finished top. Top of the league. Yeah. Wow. So one division three. Um, From your first season. Yeah.
0: Great effort that. And you're saying you went into a cup. Final
1: as well, yeah. And then three weeks after, I think the league finished, mm-hmm. where we had a cup final in Chatham. Chatham.
0: yeah, lovely stages. lovely stadium, yeah. Yeah. really lovely, yeah, great. Great. unforgettable. Yeah,
1: we all got the coach down yeah. there as well. Yeah, Thomas,
0: Thomas thought, let's get the coach. and Do I said, right. He said, "I'll sing the whole way," and he did, didn't he? he sang <laughs> the whole way Yeah.
1: That. Yeah. So we had a coach of about fifty. Brilliant. The whole front half of the coach was. Uh, me and all the players yeah and uh, our assistants and then the whole back <laughs> the support was... all the and all the players I'd had headphones all the players mates them. and yeah uh, oh, it was
0: really great most of I the... can
1: just imagine sunglasses <laughs> gliders yeah. yeah yeah so we had the whole reserve squad basically at the back of the coach Amazing. and everyone's mates that uh, wanted to come along and they on the way there managed to f- uh, come up with a song for every player oh, and they had brilliant. one for me uh, which I think set the tone, yeah, and got the players in the the game modes. So yeah, yeah, this is this is a different sort of game. Um, because then when we got off the coach, all the fans, we'll call them, yeah, then went down the road to the pub, Of course, and all the players with me went straight to the changing rooms. Yeah. and um, who
0: was who was you playing against that guy? So who was the E and B Reserve. at Everton Belvedere reserves? Right, yeah. Good, yeah,
1: good team. And good.
0: division higher? Or... Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were in Division Two. Yeah. Um. I think they finished third that year. Yeah, good team. Because they nearly went up.
0: Brighton, we beat them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Brian Reza- Yeah, we because yeah. we beat them in the semi. That's right. Brighton reserves. Reza- mm. yeah. Before, Before you time, time. the club. Yeah, yeah the club. Uh, the club managed to get promotion that season. Here, <clears throat> Felkiri were and are a good side. Yeah. So okay, so people looking at it from the outside would look at the table and think, okay, this is an interesting one on paper. You've got mm. Division Three champs playing against you know second or third in the vision above yeah Yeah. so where's the level going to be so and and for you you must be thinking you're confident or are you thinking it's a 50 50 game what what are your thoughts going into it
1: yeah i'm always confident Mm -hmm. um and i am not of course (laughs) this
0: this is why it works well yeah yeah? because i'm nervous and not confident yeah and i'm saying to him things like what if they do this what if they do that have you thought about this have you thought about that he always says yeah yeah don't worry don't worry yeah
1: Yeah. uh and the game itself Uh, We'll go into a bit more detail after. But at at the whole point of the game, I didn't think we'd lose.
0: Yeah. I love that. Um, But that's what you want. That's the mentality you've got to have. To to, to have a winning team, your coaching needs to have a winning mentality. And it's got to be, you know, what are we going to do? Not what are they going to do? How are we going to win? What what do we need to do? But I I certainly um, did not think that.
1: And his reaction just then was because we went uh, went 2-0 up in about 15 minutes.
0: Great start. Good start. Really quick.
1: Really good. Yeah. Um then just before half time they got a goal back.
0: Okay. So two one. So two one in coming in at half time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of affects the talk you're gonna give to lads a little or Yeah, it changes a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um and then we we directed it a bit more towards uh, the positives from the first half an hour mm-hmm. to make sure we did that more mm-hmm. in the second half. Um which didn't really happen. Not sure why. Maybe the occasion got to some players. Um But we ended up conceding two more goals. Yeah. So second
0: half, they've come out. They have. 2-1 up. They're pumped. You're 2-1 yep. up. All ready to go. Yeah. Here from Belvedere. Come back second half. Equalize. Yep. And then they go. go ahead. They go 3-2 up. Yeah. So a slightly it, controversial goal. It has to be said. Always.
1: Yeah. So they scored a third. So their third goal. Um, 15 minutes to go? Yeah. So... 15 minutes to go. No, it must have been 10 minutes. Because so you're
0: into the last 10 as well when that's gone in.
1: Because when they scored, yeah. two of our players were so angry at it. Yeah.
0: So angry with the ref.
1: They got, as was I. <laughs> so I they both to, got sin Oh, right. So we so had got t-
0: nine men in nine minutes, I think. So yeah. you, you, you're you 3-2 down yep. and you've got nine men on the on the pitch. Yeah. Was well, it four, that's, two. A, that's that's infuriating for a coach, isn't it? Cause it's 4-2, isn't it?
1: Yeah, 4 2. Four so two. it's 4 2. 4, four two, 2 down. Yeah. Oh, right, okay.
0: So two. they really. It's 3 2 with about 20 minutes to go. Yeah. Oh. And then that fourth goal goes yeah. in with about 10 minutes so to go. So the momentum's really gone away from you guys. Yeah. You know, you've had there's the first no... 15 minutes. You've got there. Yeah. You're 4 2 down. There's less than. There's about 10 minutes to go. And you know that the players who have been Simbin can't come on. So and you're playing the last. Exactly right. You're down to nine men because the mm. 10 minute. Yeah. For those that don't know, if you're Simbin, you're off the pitch for 10 minutes. That's right. So yeah. if you're into the last ten minutes of the game, effectively that they ain't coming back no chance, on. Yeah. So from a coaching point of view, you're looking at it and you're, you're thinking, "What do we do now? You yeah. know, we've got to try. It's a cup final. There's no point. You might as well lose seven two, then lose, yeah. you know, four two. Yeah. I guess you're thinking, we've got to try and come up with something here to get some goals and yeah. quick. But the fans, those guys that were the back of the coach and lots of other people as they're making such a noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has to be said, they deserve some credit for that. Yeah, they? they really did.
1: There was oh, definitely over a hundred of them. Yeah, human ears in there are plenty of. Falconwood ultras. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I had so so talk us through the last ten minutes then. How did the yeah? How did the game finish? It's looking pretty ominous. I must say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: it was from my perspective. So in in my head, and um, our coach at the time, Richards, mm-hmm. we both said rather than no, oh, I don't think we'll like win this. We both said at the same time, how are we going to win this? Yeah, because um, we both thought that we could still win. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure why, no, because those those um stats say Aren't good, yeah, uh it's gonna be very tough, um, but we we had a player that came on about ten minutes before that fourth goal, mm-hmm. uh Harry mm-hmm. Harry Rothwell, who um saved us that day by scoring in the eighty ninth minute,
0: so so to make with it nine, 4-3. With nine men, you've got back up, yeah, somehow you've managed to score a late goal, which is. On the 89th minute, you're thinking, oh, well, it's a consolation goal. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a close game.
1: Was um, there more to
0: it after that then?
1: So yeah. scored that, which was um, which 89th is the, minute. the one from the corner of the box. Right. Right. Cool Great goals. goal. Cutting side. That's a really good goal. Far post. Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing the keeper could have done about that one.
1: Um, yeah. And then which gives everyone a boost. Yeah. Think you're thinking, last three few or minutes, four
0: minutes, let's just do everything we'll, we can. We'll win this. We'll win this. Yeah.
1: Started uh, straight away. I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> started straight up, um We're literally on the press strangling them, um, forcing them into errors. Mm-hmm. And on the uh, when I watched the thing back, I think it was the ninety-second, second yeah, right. going on to ninety-third minute. Yeah, uh, of of four minutes added on. Right on the death. Right on the death. Probably one of the last attacks of the game.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the Simbin would come on then. Because it went to four minutes of injury right? time. Yeah, so, back, so you're back to, to level for the last to three minutes for that yeah. injury
1: time period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then we had a free kick um, in the attacking half. Joe mm-hmm. Niven. Uh, no, so Louis uh, Louis, Louis um, one of our players, headed it towards goal. Mm-hmm. Goalkeeper um, saved it, but parried it. it? Yeah. Right, parried it to Harry, who was alive in the six-yard box yeah. uh, to smash it in. I get four all, so
0: you get four all. Q scenes, Q, yeah, absolute. Everyone on the yeah. Pitch. And at that point, you see, yeah, when you've just done that, the momentum is 100% with the, the team. other teams deflated now. They're they're so po- they've won, you know, they're playing nine men, yeah, they're four two. They up. think they've won the cup. They're, they're yeah. looking, they, they can mentally picture lifting yeah. the cup up, so you get to four all, yep. 90 to, standard 90s over, mm-hmm. come That's back t- in. You've got 50. Is it extra time or straight to penalty? Half an hour extra time. So, half, mm. half an hour extra time. So, did you get any time to talk to the lads? or?
1: Yeah, we had about two minutes yeah. on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. We didn't change much because mm. obviously the, momen- the yeah. momentum was with the players on the yeah, pitch. Yeah. Um, and we said, you know, this is here for the taking, um, more of the same. And we, in the first minute, got a free kick. Mm-hmm um on the edge of the EMB box yeah um which uh Will Cook took and um smashed it top corner wow. straight through the goalkeeper um and as soon as that went in you knew that they they've gone on that day we've got this it's too much football. yeah um and we still had some we still had some subs yeah I think one of them hadn't even come on yet yeah. um that were still fresh yeah ready to come on so you've got their legs if you need and, it. yeah to either hold the win or yeah. go out and get right. more goals um and we, yeah, we made some subs and managed to score two more goals. Wow. So we won 7-4.
0: So from 4-2 down with 10 minutes, yeah. you've won 7-4. Yeah. You've won the title. Mm. You've won the cup. I what really a, felt for Eerith that day. What a day. There's no doubt about it. I really, really felt for it. it That's the other side of the coin, isn't it? Yeah. Of course. But yeah. when you're coaching and it's your, your lads, you've just got to think of yourselves for that moment, haven't you? And yeah. really enjoy it. But you've got to be hard, selfish. You've got to say hard lines. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but equally, you've got to just think, this is the moment. This is what we're all in it for. Yeah. I can only imagine what that coach journey was back was like going back <laughs> afterwards. It would have been a good party bus. Yeah, yeah. So another great season. So you've you, you've absolutely you know couldn't do better. You know, no. cup and the league. So you, that brings you up to the present season. So you, you're yep. now in Division Two West. You've got the preseason. Any new new additions coming in
1: this uh, year?
0: Yeah. What? Well, just a. To- but in there yep. of course in the close season we decided that with the influx of players because yep. we were getting players coming to training weren't we?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah we had probably on average about 30 players each week yeah
0: so training had increased and lots of youth which we loved because it takes, took us back to those days of self-care we got 17 year olds joining you in joining in with you so we set up a reserves team yeah. for Saturdays yeah, and we went back to Bromley and said you know, I know it's a year late we've yeah. got a team in the uh, Bromley league yeah. so then this season started with a Falcon Preserves in the Bromley Premier. Yeah. Good league, good standard. Mm. Very good. Higher than Dividge from three, some would say. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Down, down. Down there. yeah a lot would say. So. so it's nice for you guys because obviously you can dual sign. So because they're there you go. district and Kent, That's right? you've got that extra like You know, if you've got players that are coming back or yeah. players that you can't quite fit in, and you've got perfect. that capacity, and they're playing at a similar level, so they're not yeah. going to drop off too much. If they have played two or three games there, yeah. they're going to be sharp for you. So what
1: a, what a great bit of... Uh, yeah. There's even there. there's even some weeks where the Bromley Prem game on quality on the day is probably going to be higher than the, the Kent County League. Yeah, yeah it's a good. Yeah. It's yeah. a good league. It I really is. Really, really, been it, been yeah.
0: really well run. Yeah, they're, they're okay. very laid back the Bromley guys, but they do things so well, and yeah. they're so they're there to help you. You know, yeah, what I, mean? well, I found is. them yeah. to be really good, yeah. well run, really good. And there's what they've also got on their committee and around it. They've got. Experienced people who've been around football—they're all football. Like people. Gary's, like uh, a yeah. like Gary Watson uh, is, yeah. is, is uh, like, um, yeah Gary Watson. You've got Danny Hollis. Yeah, there's a lot of really, really a lot of real football really people well in run. there. Yeah, it's, it's a very good. He's very a very well run uh, district league indeed. Yeah. So you're you're coming into Division Two West. You've yeah. gone. You're coming into pre-season. You've got. Um, couple of a new team that started to support you so you've, you've got your second Saturday side which mm. is excellent but looking at the first team and and your journey through Kent so are you looking at the at the squad now thinking we need to bring more in or do we just need to keep what we've got How'd, how's your pre-season look what, what were your thoughts going through
1: yeah so we knew based on the cup run last season we knew that the current squad um, in the league we're going into would be brilliant mm. and still be good um, but as any manager would like, it, it's always good each year to improve on the uh, squad generally that yeah, yeah. we've got at the moment. Um, so we knew we didn't need a lot of players, but where we could improve, uh, we, would. we wouldn't We would say to players, oh no, uh, you can't join us, we've got no. X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if they're a good player, they're a good yeah. player. That's it. That's, um,
0: that's how you get a good sign. Uh, from my perspective, I was in the background saying, mm. we need another striker. If Stacey's injured, we need another striker. Yeah. We need another... Uh, wing-back, mm. housing, you know. So uh, I was thinking
1: about it. Yeah. Because you never know who's going to get injured. No, exactly right. Um, so we thought, we'll have the reserves team, decent level. So when yeah. players are injured, then coming back to form. Yeah, definitely works. They well. can go in the Bromley League uh, for a few games before they come back. Um, and also, if there's a new signing that wants to gel in the team, they can yeah. start there Absolutely. and work yeah. their way up. Yeah. Uh, so lots of positives. Right.
0: So you started Division 2. Well, I mean, we're... Well, oh, probably... Past halfway now.
1: Obviously. We are, we Just are. Just past halfway, yeah.
0: Mark. So, has yeah. this season gone so far? Give us a quick update on your season today.
1: date. What would you say?
0: I, I think it's been brilliant. Brilliant. Really good. Both both teams. But uh, for the first team, we're top of the table and in both cups still. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from a chairman's perspective, mm-hmm. I couldn't have, you know, that's kind of perfection. So, the manager's safe for the moment. He is. Yeah. I mean, I am always constantly talking to other managers. <laughs> I'm constantly talking to other managers. Of course. Just to make sure. We won't, we won't message mention our nah. deal that I get every now and again. <laughs> but um c I, 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 I couldn't ask for more, right? So we're playing on a lovely pitch. And uh Well that's, got... that's a big thing. Sorry, we've missed We have glossed completely over that. Oh yeah. So you were got playing me. in Falconwood. Where are you where are you playing this season? It's uh, quite yeah. I, I know it, it's very exciting. So we I brushed think. over
1: it, but before we were playing at STC. Yes. You uh, that, yeah. In our first Kent season. Yeah. Um and then we transitioned and moved over to playing at Phoenix, yeah, uh, on a Saturday, which started this season, yeah, um, and that's graded up to been like great.
0: Isman league level, oh, isn't it? Is. it? Yeah. So it's a, yeah. a super stadium. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know, playing on that every week um, must be a real joy.
1: Mm. Yeah, and it took. I've I've never played mm-hmm. on it myself. Well, I think I did. Maybe That's I was. That's like, interesting. Um, Neither of us have ever played on it. Yeah. It's a
0: kind of ground that when you're playing, starting in grassroots, it's a kind of ground that you do only get to play on in a cup final or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, but you've developed so much now that this is your home ground and this is where you yeah. play your football. Yeah, I just, just I just had an opportunity. Journey. Just yeah. had an opportunity and I grabbed at it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah,
1: because Tower Hamlets played there. Right. Uh, when we were at STC. Yeah. Uh, who played in Schiffel, Um Who then? I think left scaffold I, yeah we don't know what so they've gone somewhere else. or half folded yeah. um, so no. phoenix
0: need a, a second club yeah because so yeah. you can also advertise one saturday that. they're at home one saturday you're at home so they put an ad out
1: chairman late in the season chairman's really.
0: thinking this is good location it's very close to to where we all are yeah it's good for the lads to get to on a saturday and mm. and you know the facilities are excellent so yeah. you, you've made a phone call and they also knew that we had two teams and we added one pitch mm. That was yeah. another problem. We needed a pitch. You need a second pitch. Yeah. So I had I'd done the I'd done ringing around. He said to me, "Ring University of Greenwich, ring wherever," and I they're all full up. Yeah. This is like, this yeah. like, July wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then the Phoenix thing came up, so I jumped in it. Amazing. So yeah. you've got a great stadium there, a great mm. stadium pitch. The players love it. Yeah, I bet they do. And that's another draw. You know, when you're looking at when players are looking at, where do I go? You know, is it going to be some boggy hill somewhere, or are we yeah. playing on a proper pitch where I can really show me stuff. So it's another big um, big mm. tick in the box there, isn't it, for recruitment yeah. and developing the team. Yeah. So the season so far is going well. You, you've touched on your top of the league at the moment. Yep. You're still in all the cups available.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Looking at your squad at the moment, injury-wise and health-wise, are you comfortable mm-hmm. that you, you've got the legs now to, to see it through?
1: Yeah, we had an injury scare <laughs> for uh, I think it was November into December. We yep. had about six players injured right? who would normally be in the uh, first team squad of 16. Yep. Um, all strange at the same time, but these things happen. Um, so we we used the four weeks off we got at Christmas um, because of a week off requested and mm-hmm. also a week of no game right. because of the yep. odd amount of team in the yep. league. So we had four weeks or four and a half weeks for those players to get back uh, fit, um, running in the gym, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so use that well. Um, and after that, have managed to keep the, the same sort of squad consistent from what was in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. So basically carrying on what we did last season in the second half, um, which has basically proved vital in getting the good results. Absolutely. Um, and gelling the squad um and josh our reserves manager said the same thing about his squad mm-hmm. he said if possible um he loves it when he gets the same players each week or yeah. similar players cool. um which does make sense so it's only a small thing you think oh, "Does it does really make a difference um because at the, at, at the end of the day it's the quality of player mm-hmm. but it does make a big difference and that's shown in our results and stats yeah um so far
0: perfect well i'll be watching the rest of the season eagerly yeah, keeping it cross for you guys we Mm. go back a long way hopefully it might mean that we get to uh, see you next season in Division 1 where we are and uh, we'll have a couple of good games I really look forward to Phoenix, because not only is it a great little yeah. stadium, but it's just around the corner. It's a few minutes from me, so that would be a nice, handy a nice playing. little yeah. little game for that reason. But Where do you guys
1: play? Still here?
0: We're still at. Yep. So we're we're here at Meridian. So we're yeah. recording at Meridian today. So yeah. apologies for any background noise, if you can hear it. Yeah. We've uh, got a few. Uh, I think we've got a mariachi band going on outside. So kids party. You do hear that. Kids party definitely. It's definitely. But it's been. Uh, it's a good little stadium for us. We've got the first team that can play on the on the grass, and we've got the three G mm. outside. You know, so do, you ever, do you ever play on the not grass? so much no we try not to, we try and keep the reserves on the 3g right. um because meridian sports are here as well so there's more there's two scaffold teams that play oh, on yeah. the main pitch and then there's two kent county that play on the 4g so even if our team aren't playing one saturday the meridian or someone else will be using it so we don't get that much to use it but the 4g is really oh, yeah. good the benefits of it are the, you know, whatever the weather, other than the snow, you're going yeah. to get your games on, which is why we we're ahead on fixtures this season. The oh, yeah. downside of it is it'll be raining a torrent and you've still got to play. Yeah. <laughs> so the, so don't, don't the, lads, yeah. the coaches might not like it so much, but the yeah. lads definitely don't like it. <laughs> so all, all that's left for me to say is thank you so much for your time and yeah. coming down. I really do wish you the best for the rest of the season. And um, I look forward to seeing how it all goes yeah. at the end. Maybe we'll get you back on at the end of the season That'd and have good. a little wrap up on how it yeah. all went that. We'll have a review. Yeah, Absolutely. that'll be
1: good. All right, gents. Good to we'll, see you again.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks,
1: All the best. Thanks, and we'll see, we'll see you soon. Pleasure. Cheers.
0: So thanks again to Gary and Odie there of Falconwood. That was a really great interview. It was a live face-to-face interview, and there did seem to be a kids' party going on at the venue. So apologies if you could hear any sounds coming through. So let's move on then to the full results for Kent County Division one West Saturday the eleventh of february Belvedere Nil, Club Langley three, Bexley seven, Southeast Athletic four, Bryden Roach Reserves one, Equinochio one, Crocken Hill one, Welling Park three, Metrogas, one, Long Lane nil. Sporting club, Thamesmead Reserves, three. Crayford Arrows, one. And then in the Kent uh, Cup, Banson Sports, three. Red Velvet, six. So let's take a look at how those results affect this week's standings in Division One West. First place, Bexley, 17 played, 41 points. Going very well. Welling Park, second. Metrogas, Equinocchio. Club Langley. Sporting Club, Thamesmead Reserves, Long Lane, Dance and Sports, Crayford Arrows, Brydon Ropes Reserves, Belvedere, South East Athletic and Crockenhill. So the fight for promotion really is hotting up. Bexley seem to be the uh, front runners there. You know, 41 points is a very good tally from 17. Welling Park are holding on to second place, but with 18 games played and 37 points, Gas and Club Langley look like they could be still in the race there. Metrogas are on 33 points from 15 games played and Club Langley are 28 from just 13. So three games in hand and five games in hand, respectively. That second place, even perhaps the top place, is still up for grabs. So it'll be really interesting to see how this uh, pans out over the coming weeks. Looking down at the bottom of the table, Belvedere remain on seven points. And then into the two relegation places, South Athletic are still on three and, and Hill are on two. Um, South East Athletic do have two games in hand on Belvedere and, and Hill have five. But I think it's really key now that they start to um, pick up points from those if they want to realise their hopes to stay up this season. But it's certainly interest at both ends of the table. So let's take a look ahead to the fixtures for Kent County Division 1 West, 18th of February. Banson Sports v Club Langley, Equinocchio v Bexley, Long Lane v Sporting Club Thamesmead Reserves, Metrogas v Belvedere, South East Athletic v and Roach Reserves, and Welling Park v Crayford Arrows. So some quick predictions on those fixtures then. Banson v the Club Langley, um, two good teams. Banson very you know had a very good performance against the Kent Premier Red Velvet in the Cup. They are at home. They do play well at home on the Astro. Um, So I fancy them to have a bounce back there and maybe put a little dent into Cub Langley's hopes. So let's go 2-1 to dance and sports. Equinocle v Bexley. Another interesting fixture. Bexley are, are on an excellent run. Equinocle, after playing them, are really tough and they play really well again on the 3G. I think Bexley won the last game against South East Athletic, 7-4. So they will definitely need to tighten up defence-wise against Equinocchio because there will be a much bigger threat, I think, with their movement and their play. I'm going to go with a 2 all draw for that. Uh, Long Lane v Sporting Club. Again, I think at home, Long Lane may just have the edge there. So let's go with a 3-2 to Long Lane. Metrogas v Belvedere. I will go three-one to Metrogas. South East Athletic v Brighton Ropes. Again, I won't put a score up yet, but our performances have been really good. We had a really good result against South East Athletic in the first fixture, but we do know they they had players away that day. We've just seen that they've put four past league leaders um, Bexley in their last game. They've took a draw away to Metrogas in the couple of games before that. So we know that it's a really tough fixture for us. Um, we just need to make sure that we do our bits and, you know, we turn up and perform um, and see where that gets us. Uh, well, in Park the Crayford Arrows. Again, Welling Park being at home, I would slightly favour them on that, but there won't be much in it. I'll probably go 2-1 to Welling Park. So that brings an end to this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Have a great week in football and I hope you can join us next week.
1: Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHawk. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHawk on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, Matchhark.
0: This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by down to play the simple app for next game availability.